You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and this is my conversation with a fellow called Joachim Berg. He's the frontman for a band from Sweden called Hardcore Superstar. The reason for the conversation is to promote the band's upcoming Australian tour happening in June. I'll read out some dates. Thursday the 14th of June, they are playing in Sydney. Friday the 15th, they're playing in Melbourne. Saturday the 16th, they are playing in Brisbane. And Sunday the 17th, they're playing in Adelaide. There's some really good dialogue here about Lemmy, so I really hope you enjoy the conversation. Here we go. Hello. Hello, mate. Andrew Mackay-Smith calling for our chat. How's Hi. Things? I, I, great. You? Oh, yeah, not too bad, mate. It's Friday afternoon, so I'm happy to report. Oh, it's on... afternoon. Yeah, it's afternoon at your, yeah, your time. Yeah, 5 p.m. It's early, early in the morning here. Yes, yes. Look, I think I've mentioned yeah. this a few times now, so I do have a podcast series, so I'll let you know that this will be recorded for that. But I think I've, outside of artists in Australia, I think Sweden is the country from which artists have come from that I've spoken to the most. So I'm certainly used to the fact that you're about 12 or so hours behind or longer, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool, mate. What's, um, yeah. How's things been going for you otherwise? Are you looking forward to the tour, the, the Australian tour? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, it's been 10 years since we... We're there, so it's it's uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I love Australia, so. Well, it's uh, right back at you on that one there. I mean, I've been following the band, I wouldn't say since your inception, since 1998, but, you know, there was that period of time where bands like The Helicopters and um, Backyard Babies were doing big business in Australia, and you guys, of course, yeah. were part of that. So what was that, about year 2000 or so? So I've certainly been following the band ever since back then, but we'd have to be one of your stronger territories, I'd imagine. Australia? Yeah. 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 We'd well, have... I mean, it, it, yeah. I, mean we, uh, I think the last weekend I did like 20 interviews with uh, Australia. Awesome. So it's it's uh, yeah that's awesome. So I mean it's um, yeah it's gonna be so good to be back. How have you kept the energy for doing what you've been doing for so long now? I mean you've actually made a legitimate career out of it. Yeah, Is, twenty years. <laughs> has it been? I mean I won't ask a stupid question like if it's been hard, but how have you kept the enthusiasm for it? Because because it's a bloody hard business to be in, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, I mean. I mean, I think first of all, it's the love for music. I mean, it's it's. Uh, of course, you get tired of this sometimes, and uh, but I, I mean, sometimes when you you're about to go on stage, it's like, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm so fucking tired of this, you know. Yeah. But get but it, yeah. but but yeah. But immediately when you gotta go up on stage, it's like somebody grabs you and and gives you power. Of some kind, you know. Yeah. It, it's uh, the energy you get from standing on stage. It's so uh, overwhelming, you know. Yeah, I can understand. And what about the relationship between yourself and Martin, the bass player? How how have you guys not murdered each other in the twenty years that you've been in the band together? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, he's, uh, I mean, all of us, we've been together for like, you know, 20 years now. And, and me and Ade, we grew up together. And so, so I mean, we we're, um, we already had our differences before we started the band. So, so mm. I mean, uh, Martin can see when I'm down, you know, yeah. and then he he doesn't push me or like 
talk to me or like just ask me uh, how you doing you know yeah i get it something yeah. wrong you know because he sees that immediately when when or or vice versa you know <clears throat> so it's uh it's like brothers nowadays you know so it, it's uh, it's like flesh and blood yeah no i understand and yeah. mate how was the uh how was the t- i know this is going back a while ago okay but i'm just curious because acdc are a big australian band as you know but yeah how, how was the tour with them when you went out on the road with them it's awesome. I mean, uh, you know, some nights we're like um, our our uh, cables to the guitars didn't work and stuff. They you can ju- you can use Angus spare cable if you want. The crew sure. were awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, and uh, I remember once when we played in Turin in Italy, uh, the whole band came into our dressing room. Um, Brian Johnson. He was already in our dressing room because he's been there all day, smoking pot and and, uh, and talking to. Uh, he had like I, I don't know, but his wife is from Italy. Oh, okay. So yeah, so so it was uh, friends of uh, his wife and him were sitting and smoking pot in in uh, in our dressing room. I remember he, once he, Brian Johnson asked me, uh, "Do you want some?" Uh, no thanks. I'm fine. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not smoking. So, oh, good for me. Good for you. More for me. <laughs> so it's it's like uh, <clears throat> they were really really nice guys. You know, we took pictures and stuff. And and then then we played a couple of years after that. We played in Stockholm hmm. uh, together with them. Then they they chose us as a support band. The band chose us hmm. as a support band. So I mean, we have to we we done something right in our career. So if ACDC want us. As a support band, so yeah, I'll say yeah. no doubt about that. Yeah. You know, yeah. hey, tell us about. I know the new album's a few months from being released, but uh, yeah. the title is "You Can't Kill My Rock and Roll." Tell us about that. Uh, I mean, we we're <clears throat> hardcore superstars. Have always been a band that we we won't listen to other people. We just do what we want to do, mm. uh, and you can hear that in some of our records. Because I mean, the last one, the HGSS. Uh, record, they were more diverse than other than the other albums we released. Yep. But we had to do that, and uh, and we are a superstar, and do we do what we want? So, the title on this new album is like uh, like you said, you can't kill my rock and roll. That you can't kill. We do what we want. You can't kill my rock and roll. And with that, I mean, we mean that you can't. It's it's we do what we want. We don't listen to others. Mm. We did that in the beginning, and we're never gonna do that again. <laughs> yes. I remember yeah. that when we were on Music for Nations, uh, the A and R on on uh, Music for Nations told us that. Uh, Jockey, I was thinking about why, why don't you you? Uh, it would be better if you sound more like the Hives. Oh God, yeah. And I, and, I, and I was like, I like the Hives, but but Hardcore Superstar isn't the Hives. I can't sing like Howling Pellet. I'm not mm. that kind of a singer, and we can't write that kind of music because we write what Hulk Superstar is about. So that's that's the whole thing. So uh, and and uh, gladly, Music for Nations got bankrupt, so we got off the contract. Okay. And then after that, yeah, so we 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 uh, you know we were young, and we we uh, oh, Music for Nations want us, and we 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 signed the contract for. 12 years, oh, six albums. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So 
when they got bankrupt, we were like celebrate that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a heck of a, a con. Those contracts, I think, are, th- are a thing of the past these days. You know, they've got the three hundred and sixty yeah, yeah. degree contracts, which lock management albums and the whole thing in. But yeah, that's, yeah. a six album deal really is a bit like what Prince was tied into. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, so that nowadays, nowadays we only sign one album and one option in a t- at the time. You know. Who are you with now? Who's the label? Uh, Gain Production. I, Gain I, Entertainment. I always production. thought that Fat Mike from NoFX would probably have reached out to you guys from by now. I, I think that that label, Fat Records, would be a good match for you guys. Has he ever had conversations with you? No, no. That surprises me, yeah. It's just because of his, his attitude, I suppose, toward music and wanting to work with musicians. I've... I read his bio and he was talking about only ever signing bands for Fat Records yeah. to one album deals because it's really got to be in the artist's favour, exactly kind of like oh, what yeah. you're talking about now. Oh, but if you've good. got a label that's working for you, that's life. You know? Yeah, it's really good. It's, it, yeah, so it, it's, uh, yeah, we're happy for now. And I mean, mm. we're, and we're also on Sony. Uh, in, in, we're Sony Red in the States. Oh, really? Okay. But, yeah. But the main, main, um, Record label is it's Gain Entertainment. Does Sony? I know they're in the states and you're in Sweden. Do they ever try to put pressure on you from afar to produce music in a certain way, like Music for, Music for Nations did with the whole Hives thing? No, no, not at all, not at all. Because we made it clear that hardcore superstar is what hardcore superstar are. So I mean, it's like we're doing the music, you sell the music. Hmm. Yeah, that's exactly how it's meant to be, isn't it? But oftentimes it yeah. isn't that way. But yeah. mate, you've got a pretty wise head on your shoulders there, born out of a lot of experience. So it'd be a, it'd yeah. be a an idiot to try to tell you what to do. I think at this point in your career. Yeah, I think it's, nowadays I think often think that it's good that you do make mistakes because you learn of them. Yes. Some people, some people never learn, but we are we we Sifter has learned uh, their lesson, you know. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, no, I understand completely. Well, you've you've got the runs on the board, and you've got a, a hell of a lot of fantastic albums in market there. And as I say, you've got a popularity in a country like Australia, mate. So you've done a lot right in your career. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's the uh, just a bloke like you who's done so much? An interesting tour story. I don't get to ask these questions that often. Okay, so what's the strangest thing that's ever happened to you on tour? Oh, it happens so many. I mean, once once this guy introduced me to his wife, and he told me that <laughs> I want you to sleep with my wife. <laughs> he was going to head there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so, so we can, so she can give birth to. Oh, Jesus. Our child, but it's, uh, yeah, it's so complicated. It's like, and I was like, what? No, I'm fine. I got three kids at home and a beautiful wife, so I'm, I'm fine. Thank you for the offer, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I was, how stupid can you be? It's like, oh. And I mean, then we, yeah, I mean, strange moments. We, we, I remember once when it's, um, I said that I was in, we were on tour with Motorhead. Nice. And I, I was sitting in our tour bus, and all of a sudden, my tour manager came up 
I was lying in my bunk and and Sanje, who was our tour manager at that time, he he, he said that Jocke, you need to come down. What happened? Come down, okay. So I went down, and there were Motred's tour manager standing there in, in the door doorway, and 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 uh, he said that uh, Lemmy wants you to come to his bus. Okay. So I went there. It was like one o'clock uh, daytime. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went there and, and uh, went upstairs to his <clears throat> lounge. And um, he opened up. Hi, joke. He called me joke. Like, you know, a joke. Joke. <laughs> he c- couldn't pronounce joke. It's like joke. Joke. Okay. Here comes the big joke. Uh, yep. So I went, oh, welcome. Do you want something to drink? Uh, yeah. Whatever you have. Okay. Then it's whiskey and coke. Fine for me. So he poured up like 70% in a beer glass, oh yeah. 70% with whiskey and 30% Coke. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it's one o'clock. Okay, let's do this. And then we were sitting there for four and a half hours drinking and I get drunker and drunk. I was so drunk. They had to carry me out. <laughs> but it was, but after he died, I was thinking, I thought a lot about this moment mm. I had. Yeah, with him for four and a half hours. I mean, I was listening to he did some country songs. I was listening to you know and and the rockabilly stuff he was into. Oh yeah. yeah. And we just sat down like two men talking. You know, we talked about books. We talked about the Second World War. We t- talked about so many. And he was a really intelligent mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's. As far as I can remember, before I got too drunk, it was one of my, my favorite, you know, moments talking to a person. And uh, I mean, I can die now <laughs> <laughs> because that's that. There's not so many people who who really had such a conversation with a with a legend. That's what you call a high-quality interaction, that one right there. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what that is. Yeah, you're right. I've, I've yeah. spoken to a lot of artists at this point, but none with a story like that about the great man himself. So, yeah, four and a half yeah. hours getting drunk with the big yeah, fella yeah. talking about all of the things. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean... We, he, talk, yeah. Yeah. we talked about drugs. and I've I never done drugs, and I never will start now. So, yeah. But everyone knows that he did. So, uh, and he talked very intelligent about drugs. He said like, do you take drugs? Speed and coke and... No, I never done that and I'm never gonna start, so. Good for you. That's a good decision. That's a really good decision. Yeah. Another whiskey, another whiskey coke, maybe? I'm fine for <laughs> now, thanks, sir. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, no, he's awesome, awesome human being. Yeah, that's a wicked story, mate. Thank you so much for sharing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's uh, yeah. it's uh, it's rare that you hear you be able to talk to somebody who's had that sort of high quality interaction yeah. with the great man and yeah. can actually provide that sort of detail. I mean, most people's interactions are just high and by, but you got to spend some time yeah. with him. And and what was yeah. it like being? On... A, You're right. You go. And a weird thing, I must I must say, is the weird thing. Four or five years after that conversation in the tour bus, I was uh, we were we were in LA. Los Angeles, we're going to the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. This, this was like four o'clock in the afternoon. 
and he was sitting there playing Pac-Man. Yeah. And I, I yeah, I went, went towards to him and I said, hi, Lam, how you doing? And he just turned around. I haven't seen him for four or five years. Hi, Joke. Do you want another whiskey and Coke? You know, yeah. like time, time had stood still. So weird. Well, and, and then we talked talked again while he was playing Pac-Man. So it's it's a uh, yeah. That's spine tingling, dude. That really is. Yeah, it's um. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, for him to remember who you were, I mean, of course, you know, you went on tour together and all the rest of it, but to remember, you know, I know he's not pronouncing your name correctly, but to remember who you are no, uh, and and yeah. to your point, time freezing, I mean, he, he was obviously yeah, yeah. a bloke of very high intellect. Yes. As you've mentioned. Where we? He doesn't get credit for yeah. that. He doesn't, he just gets credit for no. the rock and roll thing, but not for his humanity. I don't yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I better leave it yeah. there, mate, because I don't know. Th- I yeah. don't think I can top that by asking any more questions. Thank you so much for your okay. time, and yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All, right. All the best with everything, eh? Uh, see you in Australia then. Absolutely, brother. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Take care. Thanks a lot. Bye. 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 You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay Smith, and that was my conversation with the fellow called Joachim Berg. He's the frontman for a band from Sweden called Hardcore Superstar. Thank you so much for listening.